Yevamot Taf Pebet, the last thing we're discussing was an androginus giving his wife uh, teruma Hazeva Shok, if he's a Kohen, and uh, is he allowed to give it to her? According to Resh Lakish, he, he could give her teruma but not Hazeva Shok, or Bihanan allows even Hazeva Shok. Uh, Lakish, the reason to be uh, to, to be lenient with uh, teruma is because it's a derabanan. He brings his proof from the fake cake, and Bihanan uh, held that uh, teruma today is a deoraita, and still we're lenient with uh, teruma and hazeva shok because we consider the androginus uh, as zakhar. And the Gemara explained the mahluk between Rish Lakish and Rabbi Hanan was uh, in the words of Rabbi Meir, who said that Gabe Kilain Davashebeminyan, something that is counted uh, is, is is not is makes everything else asur. If it's mixed with something else, it's asur. Rish Lakish held that Rabbi Meir was saying that if sometimes it is counted, it, it's good enough to make everything mixed with asur. And Rabbi Yohanan says it has to be something that only gets counted when being sold, that, that makes it asur. Now Rabbi Yohanan wanted to say that something that is a deoraita gets, uh, it gets, it still gets mixed, even though it's hashuv. And his proof was from a hatat tameh that was mixed with a hatat uh, tehora. If there's a hundred pieces, it mixes. And Rabbi Yehuda said it does not get mixed. And we said according to Rabbi, how would Rish Lakish explain that braita? That's a deoraita, and it got mixed. And Rabbi Chiyah said, because it, it, that piece of meat disintegrated, and therefore it's not hashuv anymore. So then why is Rabbi Yehuda Mahmir, and say it's not batel? Because one species with the tse, it mixes with, the tse, with its own, it does not become batel. So min be mino lo batel. With that, we are starting pe bet amur aleph on the second line. Where it says avaloni mawahmai, but let's say it didn't disintegrate. What would be the halakha according to Shlakish? Lo taale, it should not go. Uh, it should not be batel, even according to Hachamim, because it's davar hashuv. At tane aval hatichah shel hatat teorah shin tavar bemea hatichot shel teholin torot. When that brayta was talking about a hatichah that is of hatat that is tahor that mixed with a hundred that are holin. Uh, uh, and we said, uh, according to everyone, lo taale, even if it uh, even if it disintegrated, because he could get this guy could get get away with selling it to a kohen, uh, even though it's a little bit of a loss. Why do you have to say all that? Niflog the Tanah should discuss, you know, about the hatichot temeot themselves. Don't move on to hatichot teorot. Discuss temeot. Explain that that the only the only time it would mix is if it disintegrated. But if it didn't disintegrate, it would not be batel. And Rabbi Yehuda argues. The Gemara answers teorot bitorot adifle. It makes more sense to discuss in a case where it disintegrated and it's not batel, in a case where they're both tahor. And it's a bigger haidush to say they're mutar than to talk about if one of the hatichot are tameh, that everything is tameh. Now the Gemara asks, according to Resh Lakish, Resh Lakish, who said that the bright uh, was talking about uh, hatat meat that was uh, disintegrated, Maishana Resha, why by the hatat temeah there is a bitul? Umayshana Sefa, where there is no bitul. The Sefa, where it was the, taho, the Hatat te, Tehora, the mixed with the Hulin Tehorin. Amara Bishesha, Bered Ravidi, Resha, Betumat Mashkin, the Rabbanan. 
Sefa deoraita. The Resha was talking about uh, to a liquid tumah. Now, what, what's liquid liquid tumah de Rabbanan? If a dead bug falls on a liquid, let's say like water, and that water touches food, it's tameh uh, deoraita, but it cannot. It's not strong enough to be metameh keli, like a cup. Midrabanan, I think Masechet Shabbat, uh, early in the Masechet, like Yudalit or something like that, they were, uh, they were even Metameh Kelim Midrabanan. So there's Tum'at Mashkin Bekelim Midrabanan. So the Resha was talking about the Hatat that disintegrated. It was Tameh only Dirabanan. And therefore, it could be Batel. But the sefa where you want to mix a hatat tehora with hulin tehorin, that's already we're talking about zar eating kodashim, and that's a isur deoraita. And even Tanakamura mitor biuda that min bemino, even the own species would not be batel. So now we're understanding based on all this that a piece that became tameh, the hatat became tameh through a tumad rabbanan, then it's mit batel. But let's say this piece of meat became what would, my, what would be the deen if it was uh, if the, it became tame the keli that touched it became tame tumacheretz which is midoraita my would this piece of meat be midbatel or not my lotale you want to tell me it's not going to be batel if the sefa is talking about hata uh, tehora that mixed with hulin uh, tehorot, and so, uh, where everyone says lo ta'ale niflog let's talk about the the hata temea second. And we should say, what are we talking about? Betumat mashkine, betumat sheretz lo. And I don't need that sefa part of a mixture of kodashim with hulin. So the Gemara explains, It's better for us, it's easier for us to explain to you the case of uh, Tahor mixing with Tahor, which even though in general Tahor with Tahor would mix, over here we're Mahmir because there's a Deoraita. We wanted to, we wanted to give you that, Hidush. Now the Gemara wants to give another answer to why, uh, what's the difference between uh, the, Reshla, uh, the, the Resha and the Sefa, according to Resha Lakish, who said that they were talking about disintegrate, why we Mahmir, why why we so lenient with the Hatat and why we Mahmir with the Hatat Teora? So the first answer was according to Rabbi Shisha. The second answer, now we're discussing Rabba Amar, Resha Isur Lav, Sefa Isur Karet. Eating a Kodashim that's Tameh is only a love, right? So we could be Mekil with the love. But the sefa, you might come to an isur karet eating kodashim. If you're a zar, that that, that could be bad, and that, that's a isur karet. Now the Gemara asks, "Vehara bahu de amar kol bideoraita loshana isur lav loshana isur karet." Now wait a second. How did Rabbah come to this uh, conclusion of isur lav isur karet? If it's a deoraita, it's a deoraita. Doesn't make a difference what type of lav, and we should be mahmir also with an isur lav. Gemara says, Kashia, a good point. Uh, yeah, Rabbah is arguing on himself. Now, Rabbi Sheik, you know, he wants to tell what's the difference between the Resha and the Sefa, um, between Hatat Teme'an, Hatat Tehora. Rabbi Sheik, Amar, Sefa, Mishum Devela, Devar Sheesh Lo Matirin, Devichol Devar Sheesh Lo Matirin, Afil Belf Lo Batel. The Sefa with the Tehorot, the Hatat Tehorah, the mixed with the Hulin Tehorin, it could always be Mutar, it's Tavash Yeshlo Matirin, you could always give it to a Kohen, and uh, fix the problem that way. 
And anything that can be fixed, when even be'elef lo batil, even if you mix it with a thousand, it's never batil. It's a lie. It's it's wrong. What does that mean? It's wrong. Leman, when's it going to be batel? Ile kohen mishra shara. It's never batel. It's always mutar. It's one hundred percent mutar, clean. So there's no din of bitul. Ile Yisrael leolam asur, and it'll never be come davar shelosh lo matirim en lo matirim. Ela, you have to say hadar avasheh bedutahi. It was just, uh, it was just uh, maybe it was set out of place. It's a lie. It's not true. Now the Gemara goes back again to the Mahloket of Tirumat. Today is the Orayta of the Rabbanan. Remember Mahloket of Rabbi Yohanan Rish Lakish. The Gemara asks, V'savara Rabbi Yohanan Tirumat b'zman is the Orayta. And Rabbi Yohanan really holds the Orayta today. V'hatane sheteku'pot. You have two baskets full of fruits. Ahad shel cholin v'had shel Tirumat. And in front of those two baskets, you got two piles, one of cholin, uh, one of tirumah, and each pile fell into a different basket. They're all mutar to a zar, right? Now these are the, 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 the basket with cholin is totally mutar. Why Shani Omer Teruma Letoch Teruma Nafla Vecholin Betoch Cholin Naflu? I'm going to say that the Cholin fell into Cholin is totally mutar, and the basket that was Teruma is totally mutar. Ve'amar Esh Lakish and Lakish Esh Lakish explained the Brayta Vehu Sherabu Cholin Al Teruma. The reason we're lenient is because even if Teruma fell in there, you still have more Cholin. Ve'Rabbi Yochanan Amar Afa Pishelora Abu Cholin Al Teruma. Even if uh, even if there, if even if it's not more cholin over the teruma, you could still you could still be uh, rely and be lenient in this type of case. Why? Because we're just gonna say that the cholin fell into the cholin, just like that. Why? Because when we're in doubt, we could uh, we could be lenient. We could rely on the lenient opinion. Now, Bishlama Rish Lakish, I understand Rish Lakish. Why is he Mahmir Kasavar Bidrabanan Nami Ribuyahu Debainan? Even in Isur de Rabbanan, we still need a majority over here in order to, to allow it. According to Rabbi Yohanan, you hold it Sedeoraita today. How it's how could you come to be lenient in a Deoraita? Unless you know you have a majority. How could you say that uh, that, that uh, even uh, even if we're in safek, you go with the lenient opinion? So the Gemara explains. Rabbi Yohanan would tell you, "Ha, Rabbanani." This brayta that says to be lenient in this type of case where the truma fell into truma or it's cholin, we're not sure. That's according to who? That's according to Rabbanan. And according to Rabbanan, we know that uh, truma today is the Rabbanan, and therefore they could be lenient. And I hold like Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Yossi is the one who said that Terumah today is the Oraita, the Tanya Besedra Olam. We have a Braita, it's called the Sedra Olam. The Pasuk says, in Pashat Kitavo, the Bikurim, Virishta. Now, what's this Virishta? That's second Virishta. Yerushalishona. Means we're coming to say that you're only Yoresh uh, the land twice, one time by Yoshua, the other time by Ezra. After that, the Kedusha of the land was never batel, was never nullified, it it's, 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 stays Kadosh forever. And we don't have to come and capture the land and recapture the land a third time in order to, to, to make the land holy again. 
and you're forever and ever hayav in Trumot Ma'asrot after Ezra. V'amar Rabbi Yohanan, man Tana Seder Olam, who's the Tana who taught that Mishnah in Seder Olam? Rabbi Yossi. So you see Rabbi Yossi is the one who says Trumah today is the Oraita. And he's the one who said in our Mishnah that Androginus can give, uh, uh, if he's a Kohen, he can give his wife a Terumah. Even though Terumah today is the Oraita. Why? Because he holds an Androginus is a Zachar Vadayr male. And therefore, he could even let them eat Now the Gemara wants to go back to that sugya with the two baskets. The two baskets, one's Hulin, one's Teruma. In front of those two baskets is a pile, one of Hulin, one of Teruma, and they mix one to the other. Rabbi Yohanan held that Nisafek, uh, they're both okay. Weibergs, we're going to say the Hulin fell into Hulin, Teruma fell into Teruma. And Resh Lakish's reason was because that the Hulin basket has a rov Hulin, and therefore it is already batel, at least on a simple Deoraita level. The Rabbanan were goes there with 101. So now the Gemara asks, You tell me that the Rabbi Hanan says that when it comes to the, the Rabbanan, we don't need a rov? Batnan. You have a mikveh that is exactly 40 se'ah, uh, exactly. Right, which is exactly a kosher mikveh. Natan se'ah, you put into the into the into the mikveh a se'ah of juice, which is not kosher for the mikveh. Venatal se'ah, and then you took out a se'ah. Kosher, the mikveh is kosher. Ve'amar bi'udah ba'shila, amar bi'asi, amar bi'hanan, adrubo. You could continue doing this, putting in juice, coming out with water, coming out, putting in juice, coming out with water, until rov. So let's say you, you have a cup the size of a sa'ah, you could do this uh, 19 times. My love, the nishtayer isn't the kavanah that I could continue doing this until uh, 19 times, but after 19 times, it's asur. Bottom line, you see from here that by maim shovim, water that has been uh, pumped, that has been brought, which is pasul only in a mikveh midrabanan, and you need rov, right? Over here you would need rov, and half half isn't good enough. You need rov, and Rabbi Yochanan said in Yisud Rabbanan, even you, uh, you it could work even without a rov. Lo, no, that's not what we're talking about. That you have to leave uh, mostly good. It doesn't have to be twenty-one se'ah good. Uh, rather, it means the lonish kol rubo. You can't take uh, more than twenty. Um, uh, and 20 and put in 20 meaning it has to at least be half good it has to be at least half uh, kosher water or you could say even in Banan, you need rov so what's the difference by uh, by the baskets because you always have what to rely on you have you could always say that this one fell on that one so you have a backup land by, by over here you could say that the Hulin fell into Hulin and that the uh, truma fell in the truma, but by mikveh you can't say that you have nothing to to rely on. You have nothing to be tole on, because they're mamash getting mixed in one to another, and you're mixing up something not kosher with something kosher, and therefore you would need rov. Now Tosafot has an issue with all this. That uh, since we're talking about that, you're throwing into this mikveh. Me perot, me perot is pasul mideoraita. It's not a derabanan. So, what are you comparing to our case over here? So, what's going on? And they explain. They give about three answers. Either we're talking about the mikveh for little kelim, little like forks and spoons, uh, needles, which mideoraita only needs a revi'it of kosher water, and mideraban need forty se'ah. 
or no, answer number two is that midoraita even mikveh that's half good half meperot uh, is uh, you know works and number three that the words of the mishnah of the natan natal se'ah it works only if it's going on a situation where the timid which is a which is some sort of date juice was spoiled which is a pasul only midrabanan and over there he said uh, you know adrubo works Meaning he was giving different options of how it uh, the Rabbanan. The Gemara now goes back to the Mahloket Rabbi Yohanan and Rish Lakish, the Gabeda Mishnah with Androginus. Is he a male or is he a Safek male? And we're going to ask on Rabbi Rish Lakish who held that he is a Safek male. Tanan. Androginus no se. Androginus gets married. Now, Tosfor explains this can mean uh, either that he has a mitzvah to get married. Or uh, or androgynous means that he can stay married, doesn't have to give his wife a get. But bottom line is, it sounds like he's a man and the, there's no safek. So the Gemara answers, im nasa. No, so you should write in the Mishnah, if he got married, which means it's a bidiavad, then you, let's say you would have to give a get, or he's really not supposed to get married, but if he did get married, okay. Bottom line is, it says the word nose means lachatchila, means he's a vaday zachar. The Gemara pushes back, okay, according to you, that you want to tell me that he's a vaday, a vaday zachar, my avalonisa, what does that mean? He cannot be married. Which means lachatchila, uh, he shouldn't get married to a man, but if he did, it works. According to your shita, he's for sure a man, and for sure there shouldn't be a marriage. Ela minisa rather what do you what does a avalonisa mean? The avad so therefore no say also nami the avad. The Gemara pushes that back. Amre lo that's not a proof. No say lachatchila mashma avalonisa the avad nami lo. No the word no say sounds lachatchila. Nislonisa there it sounds like even lachatchila it doesn't work. We're still stuck uh, with the question on Resh Lakish. Now the Gemara is going on Rabbi Hanan who held that Androgynus is a Vada'i Zachar. And therefore he could even give Hazayan shock. Matnot keunah. Vihamedek tanesefa Rabbili Aizra me Androgynus hayavina alav sekila ke Zachar. It's as if you're with a Zachar and you hayav sekila. Mikal Tanakama sapuke me sapakila. It sounds like Tanakama has a safek if he's a man or a woman. So how could you come and let him eat Hazayan shok? So Gemara explains, Ben Lemor, Ben Lemor, but it's Tanakama or Bila Ezem, if Shat Peshit, they hold his Zachar. Ika Benayu, the practical difference between both of them is Sekila, Mishne Mekomot. Does one get Sekila if he's with this uh, Androgynus from uh, either hole, the female hole or the, the behind hole, or Dafka only one hole? Which is the behind all as if he's a man. The more savar hayavin alav sekila mishnem komotana kama felt he is a safek. Therefore, whether you're with him from uh, the the front uh, hole as if he's a woman, or from the behind hole as if he's a man, you're hayav sekila. More savar and Rabbi Elazar felt. Uh, if he was with him from the behind hole, then you're Hayav Sekila because he's a man, he's a Zachar, he's a Vadai Zachar. Now the Rambam holds that Androgyn is, is a Safek Zachar and Safek Nekeva, but still, you're only Hayav Sekila if you're with him as a Zachar. 
which leaves the Rashba bewildered. How could he be a Safek Isha, but still only be Hayav as a man? And he explains that you have to say it's a Gzirat Katuv. It's from the it's a, it's from the written word that although he has Nekeva parts, we're only Hayav as if he's a Zachar. And which could also be the reason why Lahalacha we also have, uh, we also hold that uh, the Adroginus can marry a woman. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.